Welcome to the 5 Seconds of Fame podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who loves kayaks. Fran Siegel, how you doing? I was a little confused at the start. I was like, what do you mean loves kayaks? And I completely forgot what happened in you the episodes. Now. You do now. I, I will say I have never loved kayaks more in my life uh, than what happened. Now, Trevor, before we really get into this episode, I want to tell a little story here. Um, there's probably going to be no way I find the text, but maybe last week around Friday uh, sometime, I was away on vacation. I was had limited Wi-Fi, right? As you know, mm-hmm. I get Wi-Fi and I text you personally something along the lines of, I think if this season continues on this path, it will be one of my least favorite Big Brother seasons ever. Do you remember me saying this? I remember. And I've been saying this for a couple weeks. This season has, to me personally, had a poor outlook. I am not a Sari fan. I don't know Sari. She's just another house guest to me. So if I get why people are like, oh, Sari's great. I love Sari. I get it. For me, it doesn't mean anything. And I think that's reasonable. Then on Friday, we are on, you know, I, I, right when I got the Wi-Fi, I saw that Cameron wanted, it seemed like he was telling people he's putting up blue and jack. And I'm like, no, not again. We're not doing this again. And that's right when I texted you that. Then Trevor, the craziest thing happened this week. Yeah. This week happened. We had, I, I, and I swear to God, I, I mean this. This was one of the most fun weeks of Big Brother that I've watched since we've known each other. It is one of the the better weeks of Big Brother that we've ever seen. We've seen good gameplay. We've seen fun, like, punishments and stuff that were funny. We had a lot of good comedy on this week's episodes. Um, We had the entire house flips up upside down. And this week is why Big Brother is so great. This is why it's so great. 100%. It is. I mean, I, I totally agree. Um, I, you know, I already was having a pretty good time with the season. I already enjoyed it. I understand that for people, you know, that just watched the episodes, um, I, I don't think the episodes have been as great in general this season. So I understand why other people maybe weren't as high on this season. This is someone like myself, for example, um, you know, this week and even this week, like the, the episodes were, were really good. I think regardless of I, I would guess um, even if you're just an episode watcher, I mean, Thursday's episode was just fantastic. It was so good. It was so good. Th- Thursday's um, episode is one of the best Big Brother episodes I've seen live. Ever. Yeah, it was and, amazing, and it was that good. And the thing is, they st- it could have been better. Like they could have included other stuff, but they did what they could. They, you they know, they included I thought a, like a very large amount of yeah important. And stuff. there was stuff that happened leading up to the episode that day Thursday we'll get that on Sunday that um we'll get on Sunday obviously I that's understandable because the editors only have you know you have so much time they probably have deadlines so you can't if something happens at say I don't know four o'clock like four o'clock and the episodes at eight eastern that's not hard yeah yeah, it's not gonna go in the episode and that's right that's why they do like the little you know black and white flashbacks on the Sunday episodes and we're we're gonna get that we're gonna we're we're gonna get that yeah we're gonna get it and we're gonna talk about them on the episode we're gonna talk about today on this podcast We'll, we'll we'll get into that near the end um but this was a fantastic week um there's a lot of stuff that I I think Needs a little more explanation, I think, in terms of the episodes, the stuff that was happening. I think there's some context that probably needs to be added um, because I think a lot of people probably have questions about like, like, oh, how did the flip happen? Like, why? Like, what happened here? The vote was eight to one. Like, how did Izzy leave? How 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 did this happen? You know, one other thing is, I think 
it is, it's, it was kind of understated. You learn a little bit in this episode, but like the seven deadly sins alliance was super real to Jag and Matt. Sari and others did a very good job uh, reassuring them how real it was to them. Yeah. So that's like that bit of information that, that like Corey is like, I've known about the seven deadly sins for three weeks. And like, as a, as someone who's missed the whole last week of big brother, mm-hmm. I was like, I, I understand because I do spoilers mm-hmm. how important that actually was. If yeah. I didn't do spoilers, I would have had no clue. Like that would have kind of been like, I don't get why this is so important. Right, right. And I think that's that's going to be the case for like a lot of stuff where I think people who uh, just watch the episodes, there's going to be certain things where it's like, why why did this really matter? Um, and stuff like that. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I thought this week was amazing. We're going to obviously talk about all of it. I wish Ben was here with us because I I, I love the sound of his voice. Um, I, I wish don't. he was here. That's good. But he's not. um, you know, we'll we'll talk to him on Sunday. Yeah, we'll get him we on do, Sunday. Uh, small baller podcast. Um, but Ben, hope you're listening. Um, just want to say we appreciate you. Should we give um, a code word and see if Ben listens? A code word. Yeah, a code word. What do you think? A code word. Um, popcorn. Popcorn. Okay. But, we'll we'll ask him. Yeah. What, what was the code word, Ben? And yeah. And he'll uh. Yeah. He he'll let us know if he listens. We should do this. If you're listening right now, Ben, text us the 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 word popcorn. Okay. Cool. Okay. So with that being said, let's get in the week. Um, we'll we'll kind of go in chronological order like we normally do, but I want to try to get to the end pretty quick because that's where everything really happens that's where all the action happens so we started this week with cam winning the hoh obviously everyone was very upset with this we saw it live on the episode last thursday uh everyone was silent you know you could tell they were they were mad that cam won hoh because cam was going to be the target he was going to be the person that pretty much almost everyone was going to target uh this week but he won hoh um and he had just had obviously his number one ally red go out of the house um, you know, so you would think a normal person, um, in cam, right. He, he's put up by Jared, uh, red, his number one ally is taken out. You would think he's going to try to figure out like what happened with the red stuff. Um, you might think that Jared might be his target. Uh, but, but neither of those things really happened. The way cam operated initially was he didn't really, uh, try to get info. He didn't try to take in information from the people he was talking to. He essentially had a plan in mind, um, and he was really just looking to cause chaos. He was like, I am, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to cause chaos. I'm going to turn this house upside down, and that's that. Um, one of the people he trusted to some degree was Jared. Um, I think Bowie he trusted because they were left out of the vote. And then Matt he also trusted because pretty much everyone trusts Matt. Pretty much everyone likes Matt. Um so those things are all, you know, re- I would say relatively important. But he also started going around and telling people that his plan was to uh, put up Jag and Blue with the plan to evict Jag. And then the potential replacement would have been America. Uh, this was the fake story that he was using with a lot of people. Um, he even basically told Blue she was going on the block. Um, which I don't understand why Cam did that. He didn't really have to. Um, he did make a deal with Jag, uh, basically kind of threatening him, which also don't do that. If you're in big brother, never threaten people. I mean, in general in life, but definitely in the big brother house, don't, don't threaten people like, Oh, Oh, I want to put you up Jag. But if I don't, you better keep me safe next week and stuff like that. Um, that was, I think the first indication we got that actually, Wait, I don't think his plan is Jag and Blue. I think it's something else because he 
pretty much told Jack he wasn't going to put him up. So we were wondering, okay, what's the plan? What What's the plan? And we didn't find out what was the plan until the, I think, until the noms actually happened. Um, so it was kind of like a blindside to the house, a blindside to people that watch live feeds. And when he made the noms, obviously we saw Felicia and Izzy. Um, now, his actual plan, not his fake plan, was he wants to target Izzy. He wants to get Izzy out of the house. Felicia is the pawn for now. He's also upset with Felicia because he, in part, blames Felicia for the red vote happening. And then he also does realize that Suri is kind of the, as he says, the president. Um, but in his words, he he basically says, you don't take the president out first. So he wants to take out Izzy for some reason. And if Felicia were to come down, and he basically said he prefers to take Felicia down, then Suri would go up as a pawn, not as a target, as a pawn to take out Izzy. So I guess, I guess we'll just start there, Brandon. The the whole Cameron of it all, the fake plan, the real plan. What, what are some of your thoughts on this um, about what, what Cameron's plan was? So uh, for, there was a, a moment like, I don't know if it was yesterday or two days ago. You'll remember this conversation we had. We were just sitting on the couch chilling. And I was like, I asked you, I was like, is this really that bad of Cameron to like be secretive? And then you gave the point that is the reason why people do it. You're like, well, the reason you have to tell people the plan is when the plan goes through, they're like, oh, this person trusts me because they told me their plan and actually went through with it. And then you build a relationship. So that would made me think I was like, yeah, that made no sense. He should have just two or three people. He didn't need to be too many. Mm-hmm. Get a couple people and be like, look, I really want to work with you guys. I'm going to tell you my full plan yeah. Um, and tell them the full plan, whether that's Matt, Jag, whoever, it doesn't matter. Whoever he thinks he can work with. Um, and, and tell them the plan. So that didn't make sense. The actual plan is like a, a an 8 out of 10. A 10 out of 10 would just be throwing Izzy and Suri up there. Yeah. Uh, according to what his or, thought yeah. process was. Ideally, Suri and Jared. Which, well, he doesn't yeah. he wants he doesn't know Jared's that close with them, apparently. J- Jared put on the block, though. Like, yeah, and then he was like, I, forget. That yeah. was so weird. <laughs> the fact that he trusted Jared, there's just, there's no reasonable explanation for it. They're, they're just, I don't, I don't even know what, I, I forget, maybe Cam at some point indicated why he felt good about Jared. I, I have no idea why. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, Jared put him on the block. He got run out. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the deal was there. But yeah, in, in the other part, like, he literally had a conversation with Blue and said, you're going on the block. He told her. He's like, you're a pawn. And, and Blue did her whole fake cry thing that didn't work. It didn't do anything. I don't know why she thought that was a good idea. But it, it's ridiculous that he did all this. It was all nonsensical. But regardless, the, the overall thing is, yes, Cam could have done better. Yes, he could have asked questions. He could have taken information. But he didn't do what I initially thought he was going to do. It's almost like in any situation in real life, when you have very low expectations about something, you're just like, this is not going to go well. I just like if you're a sport, I'll use I'm a sports fan. I'm going to use a sports analogy here. Let's say you're a Browns fan, right? The Browns historically have not been very good. No, no, no. Terrible. Terrible. A lot of Browns fans, I think understandably so, have very low expectations at all times. Well, some bro- I, we don't we don't have to get in that, but I, I think it is the exact opposite. We every well, single year. it depends on the person. <laughs> but anyway, if you are a sports fan and you don't believe in your team, you have low expectations. I, I can even I'll use I'll use the Bears, the Bears, because I have I have good friends who are yeah, Bears yeah. fans. They, they do. Always, they yeah, always they have low expectations. They always the lines are the same way. They don't think. Yeah. 
Lions, Lions are the same way. So you have low expectations. You don't, you know, expect your team to be good. You expect them to maybe win a couple games. So even when they do a little bit better than that, you're happy with it. You're like, they did well. This is a little bit of hope. This is what Cam did. He gave us Felicia and Izzy, and that was good. I was happy with that. I think almost everyone was happy with that because he's doing something. He's taking a shot to some degree at the power. He is, right? So I think that's the, you know, at the end of the day, this was good for our entertainment, even though he didn't do what was best. Um, although he, he did get his target out, even though... I was about to say, he... Even though it the, wasn't really it wasn't, him that made it happen. It wasn't the best you know? person to get him out, but it was one of the better people. It was, I mean, Izzy, yeah. if Izzy won HOH, she would certainly, like, target, she hates yeah, Cameron. Yeah, Cameron would be your target, yeah. I, you are right, like you said this earlier, everyone would target Cameron. She, I think, wants Cameron out more than anyone. Yeah, I like, mean, for, she I mean, hates she, you, Cameron. <laughs> she hates Cameron a yeah. lot. Yeah, so, I mean, she's made it known. She's in public. That's part of the reason why, because of her bad gameplay, Cam targeted her. Um, but yeah, so so that happened. Um, and those were the nominations. Now, when we get to the veto, um, because that's kind of the next thing here, Jared wins the veto. And Jared, he's trying to find out the real plan. He already does suspect that Sari might be the replacement, um, but he wants to go talk to Cam. Cam's still being pretty secretive. He He doesn't really want to give up the information but eventually he does eventually he tells jared hey if you want to if you want to keep causing chaos if you want to um i don't even know he's he's using like like uh military analogies i don't remember what he said um because he was in the army or something so he's using all these military analogies like if you want to like go to war i don't know um and then he drops it on him sari sari's the person take you should take felicia down we'll put up sari and jared I don't know, played this whole conversation very strangely. And this is important because this is where Jared gets himself into trouble. This is where Jared gets Izzy into trouble. Um, because Jared initially kind of like humors this plan. He doesn't directly shut it down. He throws a couple other options. He's like, well, what about Jag, right? That's kind of the, I think we saw it on the episode. Like, well, what about Jag? Could we do Jag? And then he just randomly starts going on this random tirade about Corey. He tells Cam about uh Corey's secret about you know his brother being on survivor he doesn't say directly that it happened but he basically indicates hey Corey has this secret um you know he, he's trying to do things because he's basically he's being emotional and he's very upset at Corey. he's upset at america right so this is kind of what he's doing um to cam um he's also upset with a more america because he believed that Corey told her that he was close to cam and then he thinks that america leaked it to others so th this was kind of interesting he's just trying to show these seeds to cam now cam with all this information that jared shouldn't have told him goes back to Corey. C cam tells Corey, or he kind of hints that basically like um hey i heard there's a secret i was just like i i don't know i think you know, this is something you should be worried about. Like America's putting your secret out there. Just something, uh, or I don't even think he said it that directly. It was like, Hey Corey, like he's, he's very subtle. He's like, did you have a secret? I think you just got to be careful with the people you're telling these secrets to. He's trying, basically Cam and Jared had worked it out. Like this is how you can try to pit Corey against America somehow. Um, it was very see-through Corey recognized very quickly that this came from Jared. 
and this is the first seed here that gets Corey not trusting Jared. Um, I'm trying to think of what else here is important. Later on, um, Jared told Corey, they had a conversation directly to his face, um, that America has to leave next week. Told Corey, the person that is very close with America, hey, Corey, you know what, America, she's been doing all these things. She's got to leave next week. In fact, if I win HOH, I'm putting America on the block. She's my target. Told this to Corey. I don't know, listeners, you can, you can, uh, uh, tell me if that's a good idea for Jared to do or not. And through all, throughout all of this, this is when Sari's in the kayak. This is after the veto. She's with Felicia. So Sari can't really talk game. I mean, if she wants to, she's, Felicia's there with her. So it's it's kind of difficult. So Jared's kind of on his own. He's trying to run the show now. He doesn't have his mom to to watch over every little move and help coach him through everything. He He's playing on his own here. And it's kind of funny how I, I made the kayak intro at the beginning, Brandon. After the veto, this whole kayak thing was amazing because it's, it's, it is exactly the thing that led us to Izzy being evicted. Yeah, I mean, look, Trevor, it's almost like if Sari wasn't in the game, like we got a taste of what it'd be, and it was really good without, you know, a person that's played a social game five times. Um, so, yeah, I mean... It, 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 I, I, as you know, I'm I'm a little anti-Sari. I don't like the big advantage in the game. But nevertheless, let's talk about what actually happened, all right? Sari was tied up in that kayak with Felicia. She couldn't talk game, as you said. And that led to the house just going into chaos. And uh, Jared said way too much, way, way, way too much um, to so many people and just dug such a big hole for himself. And really, like, I, I truly believe this. I think Izzy went home because of Jared. Like, Jared's mistakes so uh, really, really hurt his own alliance. And I, I don't think he even sees it that way, like, at all. Yeah, so if, if we just recap a couple, some of the bad things that Jared did. He goes to Cam and, for no reason, basically outs the secret about uh, Corey with his brother being a survivor. He outs the thing about America like leaking it to others, and he tries to get Cam to go tell Corey. This obviously leads back to him. He tells Corey directly to his face that he wants to target America the next week. And Izzy, Izzy actually tried to like mediate this. She tried sticking up for Corey. Um, but anyway, this is how Jared felt in the moment. Also, remember, uh, it was either last week or the week before. Remember when uh, Matt saved Jag, right? Mm -hmm. Matt saved Jag with the power. Matt had told Sari about this power. Sari had told Jared that she knew Matt had the power. Matt was going to save Jag. They had the whole plan. And remember how Jared went and basically indicated Jag, hey, Jag, I think you might be staying this week. Just kind of like a subtle thing. And then Jag was like, well, how would, how would he know this, right? And quickly, I believe um, he had talked with... Um, Oh, so he, I think he talked with Sari or something. I'm trying to remember all this stuff. This has been weeks ago now. But basically, he basically clocked that because Jared told him this, that Sari must have told Jared and that he basically connected the dots. They're close to each other. So these are all things that Jared has done that is bad that are starting to set people up to go against him. Corey, obviously, America as well, and Jag. These three people, I would say, are key here. Corey, America, and Jag, those three are becoming more and more anti-Jared because of Jared's actions, directly because of Jared's actions. So the next thing here is that Corey, you know, runs us back to America, says, hey, like, Jared's targeting you. 
um, you know, America gets worried, goes and talks to Jag, and she they talk about like their position in the game. This is when they're having this conversation. They're laying out the power structure, like in America. I mean, I think America kind of said like, "Who do you think the people are that are in power?" And they kind of lay it out like it's it's Sri, it's Izzy, it's Felicia, it's Jared. So they they kind of know, and and Jag has kind of known, but he's somehow you know again and again try to convince himself otherwise no it's okay actually um i'm still i'm still cool with these people but he's you know he's starting he see he still has the info he's starting to come around so they do this they talk about the power structure they go and they go talk to blue they tell blue about this information they form a final three now we know blue blue rats it out right away blue goes to jared and izzy Rats it out. She doesn't want to be associated with Jagger America. She says they're liabilities. Um, and then obviously, what does this lead to? Izzy, knowing the information, confronts Corey. Like, hey, what what's going on here? America's trying to make this final three. America wants me out. I'm hearing about this stuff. What's going on, Corey? What what is this? You need to fix this. Um, Corey goes to America. Says, America, you cannot trust Blue. You you just can't. You can't trust Blue. Um, and then the next thing this leads to is America going to Cam and spilling stuff about Blue, which he he kind of is receptive to. Um, she tells him about the red stuff, about how, Cam, you were the target last week. It wasn't red. And Cam didn't, Cam didn't believe he was the target last week. He never did because Jared had convinced him otherwise. So Cam... Took a while. It took a while to actually believe America on this, but eventually he does. And um, th this is just going around and around in circles, obviously. And it's it's starting the ball rolling here. Um, and eventually we get to a conversation. I guess I'll skip to this part. We get to a conversation a few days ago. Corey and America, Corey America, talk with Matt and Jag, and they have a general conversation about like, um, you know, yes, like. Because the vote for a while was obviously set on, like, Felicia's going, like, pretty clearly. The only people that really wanted to take out Izzy as of, whatever, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, were Bowie, if the votes were there, and America, if the votes were there. Other than them, everyone wanted to take out Felicia, even Corey. Um, so they have a conversation. They discuss, hey, yeah, you know, America, basically, because Corey was telling America, this flip's not going to happen. You got to kind of let it go. They have a conversation. They agree, like, yeah. We're still keeping Izzy at this point, but we have to stick together. And they they mentioned the stuff about Jared. We're skeptical. Like, Jared's doing this stuff. I don't know if we can trust him. Jag mentions, hey, Jared's connected to Sari. So this is all happening. And this kind of leads to day 43, Brandon, where everything kind of happens. Um, but I guess, like, I guess I'll stop right there. And I don't even know <laughs> if I have a question for you. Um, but this is a lot. There's a lot happening. A lot of bad Jared. We could do uh, we could do an entire podcast on day forty four. Like we could do an entire pod. Well, I'm on that saying one day. So I know, and we're not even there I'm yet. I'm saying forty three. <laughs> I know, we're not even there yet. I'm saying forty three. Yeah, <laughs> we're not even there yet. Um, but I don't know. I I mean, I don't it, know. it's do almost you, yeah. like a, you know, when you were younger and you took the dominoes and lined them up, and they, you know, you knocked them down, and they all got knocked down, right? Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's literally what happened this week. There were so many things that just happened back to back to back, which like just continued to like have everyone spiral uh, from like, oh, we're cool with Jared, Sari, Izzy, to like, we need to get Izzy out. Yeah. And it was just like, it's so interesting because it, it, we saw it like almost live for us. It was so neat to like 
get an update. I, like, I remember telling you on Tuesday, I was like, Trevor, I think the flip's going to happen. I did and not. And you think were like, was, I did no, not it's it not. And I was like, no, I'm serious. Like, I, I, they're, they're talking about it. And, like, it seems like it's going to happen. And then, like, just continual, like, dominoes fell where, like, this person went here and talked to this person. I would say America did a lot of really great work. Corey oh, yeah. did as well. But America, especially with Cameron um, and, like, getting Cameron to just, like, like get his head spinning and stuff. She did such a good job. Her and Corey are really so fun to watch. Yeah. So I guess that's that's kind of the next piece. Um, because we get to day forty three Wednesday, which is the day where the flip, basically all the all these conversations happen. Um, this is a lot of the stuff we saw on Thursday's episode. Um, you know, so America, she she still kind of wants this flip to happen. She. America, I would say, is the main driver, essentially, for, like, she's not, again, there, there's a lot of pieces of the puzzle. Um, Jared did a lot of bad to cause this. I think Cam did a, a few good things to help. Corey did a lot of critical things, a lot of critical conversations that he had. And even Jag did a lot to help. And, you know, um, we can go into that. But I guess I'll say before we get into this, the reason I didn't think the flip was going to happen because I was like, there's two people that I just don't see them getting. I don't think they can get Matt. I don't think they can get Mimi. I, I just didn't see it because Matt was so connected to Sari and was kind of like her minion and was very connected to Sari, would run her back all the information. So I just, I had a very hard time seeing them getting Matt and frankly, Nicole. And I, I know Nicole is close to Felicia. She preferred to keep Felicia. Um, but I was still like, eh, I, I think Sari, she's good at this game. I feel like she'll have a story ready for me, Cole, um, to explain how they just don't, the boats aren't there. And I think she'll, she'll eventually, she won't be happy, but you know, it'll be okay. Right. So I was skeptical. Now day 43 comes and America goes to cam, um, and just tells him, Hey, cam, I know you and Izzy to go, but Izzy's going to stay. The votes aren't there. Cam is obviously very upset and says, no, America, you're wrong. What are you talking about? Izzy's leaving because it would be stupid of the house to not vote Izzy out, is his explanation. And, look, I'm <laughs> just going to say, I, in that moment, he, he didn't understand, but he was right. Izzy went. He was right. Like, he, if we're being he honest, was right. he was right. Maybe Cameron really understands oh the house. Gosh. Maybe he understands oh. it better than we do, Trevor. Oh, my God. Because he was right. Is he did go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, Cam is just, his ego is. is it's so big. Uh, yeah, it, it's crazy. It's like, um, it's almost like uh, Jack from 21, like his level of ego. Or no. 23 or 22, whenever he was. I don't on. remember that well, but I feel like it's bigger. I don't know um it's crazy i'm he, jack he, matthews or whatever his name was yeah i know what you're talking about <laughs> aquaman um yeah i mean i he always thinks he's right he always thinks he knows and it's it's actually wild to see some camera conversations with cameron because he never wants to admit he's wrong it's he and he always admits like oh i knew that oh someone brings him in for me. oh i i already knew that oh yeah that, that was i did that like it, it was me um it's a lot of stuff like that but anyway he, he eventually kind of believes her. He, he buys into it. And this is when Cam will can't. I actually it was funny. Cam's like, hey, America, uh, is it OK if I go and like 
drop the bomb on Felicia and just tell her that she's leaving. And America's like, "Uh, actually, you know what? Why not? Let's do it. (laughs) Um, So Cam goes and tells Felicia, hey, Felicia, you're leaving. Um, She so this obviously caused Felicia to kind of start started going around. Felicia's going around. She's saying, hey, Jack, I'm I'm here and uh, I'm leaving. What's up? Then she goes to America. Hey, America, I'm here. I'm leaving. What's what's going on? Uh, America gets and she does this with other people. Um, America, actually, I think the same day broke the news to me, which is, I think, very critical here, actually. Um, it was. And I think she I think it, it was critical. It was done before the Sari conversation. Yeah, it was yeah. critical. It was done before the Sari conversation. Because I think initially you can argue that this was a bad move by America, and it it was very risky. It could have been, um, but she told Mimi that Felicia's leaving. She's like, Felicia does not have the votes, um, and you know I think we were all curious, like what's going to happen? What what's Mimi going to do? And when Felicia actually comes to America, I think America initially thought that Mimi told Felicia and that it wasn't the cam information. So America gets real worried, goes to Corey and's like, hey, Corey, I just did a really bad thing. Don't get mad at me. I'm sorry, but I just did a really bad thing. I think uh, Felicia knows that uh, she's leaving because I told Mimi earlier. Sorry, Corey. I did that. Um, So this happens. Um, all the while, Sari is starting to, um, I don't know if it's just like, uh, somehow she's catching a vibe, but she's starting to get worried about this vote. She tells Izzy, um, Izzy gets worried, um, and they start trying to figure out like, well, what should we do? And they, they start trying to have conversations with different people, um, and stuff like that. Um, I think Felicia even, let's see, am I skipping ahead? I'm trying to think about this order here. Um, no, I think this is fine. Uh, Sari goes and talks to Mimi and kind of, it's like a temperature check thing. Hey, Mimi, like, what's going on? I'm hearing that, uh, the votes might be flipping. And I, this is really interesting by, uh, Sari here because, you know, she's, she's really trying to like bait this information. She's trying to figure out what's happening. She's like, I hear Felicia might be, uh, leaving here. I'm like, what's going on? What are you, uh. Hearing and and Mimi does really well in this conversation. She doesn't really give her anything. Um, and I'm trying to think of what else happened. Uh, <laughs> well, the biggest thing was that at least this is what Taryn said. Yeah. Um, big shout out to Taryn. Um, he basically was saying how like M- Mimi eventually like basically asked like, "We're keeping Felicia right," and Siri was like, I- "I'm sorry, Mimi. We just don't have the votes." Yeah. Yep. And You're, that yep, was the big critical yes. error Siri right. made. Uh, which she obviously wouldn't have known. Like she doesn't, she doesn't know. But that was a big error. And M- Mimi did a really good job of after that. Just mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. All right, sounds good. And then she basically went back and was like, "Yeah, I'm good to vote out Izzy." Okay, yeah. So okay, so now now it's now I'm remembering that was actually after the conversation with Corey. Actually, so I did get a little ahead of myself. But anyway, I'll keep going. Um, so then we get like I talked about Felicia. She's going around. Um, Cam has a conversation with Jack and this is where Cam actually does a really good job. I, I have, I'm giving Cam credit here. This was a, this was a relatively solid week from Cam Um, considering where he was at the start, where everyone would target him. And now not everyone's going to target him and he Mm. got someone, an enemy of his. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. He, he deserves some flowers for this week. Yeah, some. He's some. not going to win the game, but he, he did do a good job this week. Yeah, some. But but I think Cam in particular does a good job with Jag. He convinces Jag that he can't trust Jared. And Jag already starts, he already star, is starting to feel this way, but 
but Cam does a really good job. He throws in some stuff about what's Jared, what Jared has been saying, stuff like that. Uh, Corey talks to Izzy. Izzy is very upset because she knows about the Felicia thing. I think she thought it came from America. Anyway, Izzy basically says, same thing that Jared said day prior, America has to leave next week. America has to go. Says this to, says this to Corey. Corey, you need to disassociate yourself from America. You can't sleep in the same bed with her. She has to go. I think this is, I think Corey was starting to think about it. I think this is the tipping point for Corey. He wasn't initially going to do this because he wanted to keep busy. They have a good relationship. You know, it's, it's, it's somewhat understandable, you know, but I think this is the tipping point. Um, he obviously is upset with this and I think this is what causes Corey to want to do this. So Corey in America, they go and talk to Jag and they're feeling out Jag. They're like, they're trying to figure out if Jag might be on board. And Corey asks Jag like, Hey, would you consider, uh, voting out Izzy? And Jack's like, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'd, I'd consider it, you know? And Corey's like, well, if you, if you'd consider it, I would definitely do it. Um, so they have more, they talk with Jag more, but they get him on board. Jag is down. He's going to vote Izzy. Um, then they go try to talk to Matt. Matt's very hesitant because Matt's in a better spot than some of these other people. Matt's, you know, I think it's debatable. We could talk about this when we get the ratings. It's debatable. And if this was the right move for Matt, um, then Mimi, Corey talks to Mimi. Corey does very well in this conversation. Talks to Mimi about, hey, Mimi, they planned on leaving you out of the vote last week. They told you last minute that Reb is going to go. And then they planned on leaving you out of this vote as well. I mean, what's up with that? They've been leaving you out of critical conversations for weeks. Uh, point is, Corey did amazing in this conversation. Absolutely incredible uh, in this conversation with Mimi. And Mimi is down. She seems, well... Uh, I mean, she says she's down. It was hard to tell if she was telling the truth. Uh, we find out she was, obviously, when we get the vote. But I think this was a lot of people are like, eh, is Mimi just lying to Corey here? She wasn't. She was down. Um, so great pitch. Obviously, Bowie's on board. Bowie doesn't like Izzy. That's pretty clear. Um, so Bowie's on board. Corey tells Jag about the seven deadly sins. This is obviously a big thing. Um, and then the only other thing is they have the votes now. They do. They have five. Because the five are... Corey, America, Jag, um, Bowie, and Nicole. That those are the five. So that's the majority. They only need five. However, they want to get Matt. So they continue having conversations with Matt. Corey has a critical conversation with Matt. Says, "Hey, Matt, I have five votes. Here are the five votes. Uh, I really think that you. I think it's best for your game to take out Izzy. Here's why. They talk about the seven deadly sins, and I think that." Matt was already, he was put in the corner by Corey. I think Corey played this really strategically. I think it was good. And I think as far as the conversations go, making uh, Matt feel good to go along with his plan, I think Jag and America sealed the deal. I think Jag and America helped lock it in, and Matt's on board. And and that's kind of how the vote happened. Um, I guess I'll stop there. Uh, <laughs> I'll stop there, Brandon, if you want to talk anything about that. And then we can quickly talk about the day 44 stuff before we get into our ratings. But what are some of your thoughts on this? You know, you've summed it up pretty good. I kind of gave my thoughts a little bit. It, I just think this is so crazy. This, this really all started because Sari was in a kayak. Like yeah. that, that's what happened. This would have never happened. And Jared if Sari wasn't yeah. in a kayak. Jared did a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But Jared, Jared's is not a good player at all. So, yeah. I mean, that, that's it bound to happen. If, if Sari didn't get this punishment, this probably doesn't happen. 
Probably not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. So we can we can go into day 44. Probably not. Day 44. So day 44, the boat's locked in, but obviously they're worried. Like, we need to keep this under lock. We want to have a blind side here. They want the vote to be 6-3. to three. You know, we can't let this get out. Uh, but it's going to get out. It's going to get out. Um, at some point... Um, so, so Jared comes... Actually, Jared comes up with a lie because he wants to figure out what's happening. Serene is he, they think something's happening. They don't know what they're not sure is the vote flipping. We don't know. Um, Serene kind of thinks it is, but Jared has a lie. Uh, basically goes to Matt, tells Matt, Hey, Jag told me that, uh, the vote's flipping and Matt doesn't know what to do with this information. Um, I forget exactly what Matt said, but anyway, this is a lie by Jared. I think it's a pretty good lie because Jared or Jag is someone who's known to rat out things a lot. Um, so, so Matt and Corey, Matt talks to Corey. They're a little upset about this, um, you know, and stuff like that. This leads to Matt telling Felicia, Hey, Felicia, you're staying. We, we have the votes and they might not be the votes you think you have. Um, Felicia goes back to Jared. Um, Jared goes to Matt. Hey, Felicia just told me this. What's going on, Matt? Uh, Matt mentions, you know, Hey, all this stuff with like Corey and, it leads to an argument between Jared and Corey. Jared confronts Corey, brings him in the room with Matt, and they talk about, well, what's going on? They talk about the vote, and then we get arguments between Jared and Corey. We're going to see this on the episode Sunday. Um, but I thought it was a lot of stuff about what we've already talked about. It's it's the survivor secret. It's the America stuff. Um, all of the stuff they're arguing about is stuff that I've already talked about on this podcast. Um, you guys will see it Sunday. It is interesting. Um, they they do get a little heated for sure. Um, but ultimately, it doesn't it really. Crazy yeah, it was it was you know it was definitely interesting. They got heated. To, you know, there were tensions. Ultimately, I don't think it really matters a ton. Um, it made Jared look pretty bad overall, but I think they already thought bad about Jared. So I don't really think the fight actually had a big impact. I don't think it really matters a ton. Um, I don't know if you disagree with that at all, Brandon, um, or if you have any other thoughts. But that's, I mean, that's kind of the week. Izzy ends up leaving 8-1. to one. Um, Jared in blue, I guess, voted with the house. Um, I don't know what blue's little little vote thing was about um because blue was in the dark um because didn't blue say something about like i happily vote to victor izzy i don't know blue's weird i don't know she did Um, i didn't i didn't think she was in the dark i thought she knew everyone knew at the end well at the end yes but it didn't like happily vote to victor izzy i don't know blue i I think she just likes anyway like she's just a a show woman yeah she's playing in the camera i got it um but yeah so that's the vote it's eight to one um and what an episode i mean it was such a good episode yeah so i mean this this obviously leads into a a big hoh very important and we get a wall comp at the perfect time we will see what happens um in that hoh comp but it is a massive import massively important hoh um but brandon any other thoughts um before we get into our ratings here uh no, I'm ready. Let's let's get right into it. We got eleven people to rate. We're gonna start off with America, Trevor. All right. So starting off with America here, and again, these ratings are gonna be quite different from the past couple weeks. So starting off with America here, um, I don't even know what I had America last week, but this week I'm giving her a five point five. 
Um, I did a four last week. Okay, I was at a four last week. America, five and a half for her. She did a lot of incredible things. I think she put herself in a much better spot um, now. She still could be a target if the wrong person wins HOH. Um, but those people are far and few between because um, she still has a good relationship with Corey. It seems like Matt is feeling better about her. Jag is finally um, <laughs> is finally kind of trusting America here. Um, so I think there's a lot of good stuff for America. Yes, she she still you know was trusting Blue with information, but it led to something really good. It led to something really good for her position in the game. Um, so that's why I gave America. What do you think, Brandon? I gave America a five. I I have no clue. I haven't been on in a couple weeks, so I don't know. I my rankings were all reset, um, because it's just been too long. Um, uh, America had a rather good week. She got a flip that actually makes sense for her to happen. She created new relationships. Um, and like a five might not seem that great, but this is my tied for my third or fourth highest score, uh, which I think is reasonable. She's probably like the fourth best position in the house roughly um right now um there is definitely some people that would target her but i feel like most people would not put her up right away um so america given a five for me trevor awesome all right next Next up we got blue yeah blue so i've had blue at a one in a couple weeks now she's still a one blue blue is a horrible player she just is she's a horrible player she wants to go to the final four with Jared, Serene, Izzy was her, I believe was her, or maybe it was Felicia, I don't know. But anyway, she wants to go to the Final Four with them. Maybe it was Felicia, who knows. Um, she wants to go to the Final Four with them. She constantly rats stuff out. Um, she was left in the dark about this vote until the last couple hours. Um, she she hasn't won to work, work with American Jag, and now it might be bad for her. I don't know. We'll see who wins this HOH, but uh, it's not looking good for Blue. So it's a one. She is a, a very terrible player. And did so many things that were bad for a game again this week. I I want to preface this: Blue is a bad player, but I I think we are discrediting the Sari and Jared aspect of her relationship with Jared. J- Normally, when you're in a showman, you were most loyal to that person. That is universal in Big Brother, right? Like it is so rare that they, someone hasn't picked the showman um, over their other partner. I can only think of one example by the best Big Brother player of all the time, and that is Doctor Will. Besides that. If if Jared was his mom wasn't in the house, Jared would be most loyal to her. And her ratting a lot of this stuff would make more sense. Now, granted, that doesn't change that she's still a bad player and she plays bad constantly and just isn't a good player. Um, so she got a two for me. Um, I just looked, I had her at a three and a half two weeks ago. Um, so yeah, she's not good at the game, but I, I do think we should preface that she's She's telling the person that she's in a showmance with, which normally is not bad to do. Uh, normally, those secrets are pretty well kept. Um, so it's a two. She's not good at the game. She has no ability. She's not going to be able to win the game. Um, so low rating for me. Yeah. Next up, we have Bowie, my last remaining player from our draft. Not yeah. high hopes for me. Yeah. Uh, so Bowie. Bowie, I had her a three last week. I'm going to give Bowie a four. I think Bowie did some good stuff this week. Bowie... Um, finally has realized that, uh, this, this alliance that she thought, you know, she was in this legend 25, they betrayed her. Um, that's what she believes, you know, which is true. I mean, it is, uh, they betrayed her. She's upset about it and she doesn't trust them anymore. Um, and that includes Sari. Maybe Sari can, can get her back, win her back. I don't know. 
but um for the moment uh she does not trust them um you know she seems to maybe trust cameron i think her relationship with Corey and america has grown she's had a lot of conversations with them america uh bowie's one of the few people that you know america has shared you know and talked about hey this is the power structure like it's Suri, it's izzy and felicia jared like and bowie's like yeah like that makes sense like and then Bowie did not ride America out. So, uh, Bowie, thank you. I, I, I like Bowie. Bowie's actually one of my favorite uh, players in the house um, because she did not ride out America. So I'm very happy about that. And I think she has done well in these conversations when they had the fight. And again, we'll see. We'll see the argument on Sunday with. Uh, she was there. Jared and Corey. She was there. And there were a couple times. Sari would would chip in, say a couple things, and Bowie had counter arguments had had good counter arguments that kind of uh basically made what Suri basically kind of said like no Suri is yeah it was it was good it was some good stuff from Bowie so I I don't think she's that bad I don't know but what do you think Bowie in my opinion if you look at every player objectively and look at their skill in the game Bowie is by far and away the worst player in the season she is terrible at this game she has, for many weeks now, often, while talking game around her, left. Because she doesn't want to talk about game. Um, ultimately, Bowie's going to make it far because she's just, like, not really aligned with anyone. But she's also aligned with everyone at the same time, somehow. Uh, she's just floating her way across. The, the ultimate truth is there is zero people that she would win against. There's zero people. Oh, I know right. earlier you were like she, could, like, she could beat Blue. She's not beating Blue. She's not. Yes, she would. I don't think so. She beats Blue. She beats Jared. She beats Cam. She de- She definitely doesn't beat Jared and Cameron just because they have HOHs. Like, it, it, if you're objectively looking at their two resumes, one of them has stuff and one of them doesn't. Or two of them have stuff and two of them don't. What? Who, what do you mean? Cameron and Jared have stuff on their resume. They've won HOHs. They've made moves. Bowie's done nothing. Those are just comps. But that's still, like, when you're, like, at the end pitching your thing, like, what's Bowie going to say she's done? Been but, friends with everyone? Well, for one thing, uh, Bowie didn't alienate everyone in the house against him like Jared just did. Um, <laughs> Look, Jared's a terrible player. He's not getting a good rating for me either. My point is is that Bowie has no win equity. Maybe against Blue. I'll give you that potentially, but she's terrible. I also think like like some of the stuff that's happened in week one, week two, like, yeah, like so much stuff she did was was not good and, you know, showed that she didn't really care about the game. But I think this particular week, I think she played really well. And I think with this whole thing being blown up, Izzy being voted out, I think the game has kind of opened up. And yeah, do I think Bowie's going to win? Like, no, I don't. But I think there's more opportunities for her to potentially um continuing continuing to play better and i think she has already started to play better um and i think she's gonna be safe for a while and you know that gives you some opportunities um if we get near the end game so i just compared to some of these other people who are not safe at all um and who have actively played very badly i think bowie's done some good stuff this week so uh that's why i gave her the rating i did um let's see next up is cameron Mm mm-hmm Cameron got a three from me. Ben, Ben, Ben's listening right now. Ben, you'll be, you'll be happy. You'll be happy that I gave Cam. He, he was like, he was messing with me. Trevor, he gave Cam one. He's still in the house. All this stuff. I'm giving him a three now because Cam did do some good stuff. He didn't put up Jack and Blue. If he would have put up Jack and Blue, it'd be a one. 
right? If it was like Jag and Blue, Jag's leaving, it's it'd be a one again. Um, but he didn't do that. He, he put Flush and Izzy. He got out of his target, and he did some good stuff. He helped convince Jag and Cameron also. Now and again, um, America. I would say I would credit America at least one of these points for Cameron here because if it wasn't for America, Cam would still be delusional about all that stuff. But because of America, Cam now knows that he cannot trust Jared. So, America, thank you. Cam is now a three player. He's not a one player anymore. Um. So I also have Cam at a three. I had him at a one the last time I rated him. Look, if we're, again, objectively looking at Cameron before the week and after the week, uh, good things happen for Cameron from the start to the end. Only good things. Now, that doesn't mean he's in a good position at all. He's not a good player. He's not going to win this game. But he did, his game improved. Like, from his perspective, the game it has a better outlook for him than it did the week before. He deserves the two-point bump, in my opinion, up to a three. Next up, we have Corey. Corey had a... What a week for Corey, Trevor. I mean, really. Yeah, I mean, th- this decision was obviously very interesting for Corey. Ultimately, for me, I-, I think he definitely made the right one. And I think it became, I think I was sort of on the fence, but I think part of being on the fence was really about just like him trying to make the flip happen because from the outside perspective, I didn't think the flip could happen. I didn't think Matt and Nicole were going to flip. So I didn't really think it was necessarily worth it for Corey to try to flip like America was doing. I, I just thought, no, America, I think you got to listen to Corey on this one. I don't think the flip is capable of happening. America proved me wrong. It, it was capable of happening. It did happen. Um, and I think because it was able to happen and because the way he did it um, and how impressive he played it, um, he has to get a really high rating for me. I give Corey a seven. Um, because I thought it was incredible. It showed awesome gameplay, the way he was able to, in particular, the the most impressive conversation for me with Corey was the one with Mikol, because I was really not sure that Mikol would be on board, and he convinced her. He convinced her to do it, and I think that part of this is a credit to Corey building these relationships the past couple weeks, and this is something that I think went under the radar certainly for people that only watched episodes, but it, it went under the radar for me, and I follow this stuff all the time, but Corey has been putting in time developing relationships with Nicole, with Matt, with Jag, and all three of them were feeling better about him, and I think that is kind of what allowed him, because he's been putting in this work, this now helped him when he goes to them and he has this all this information, he lays it out real nice, um, they are on board. So I, I was very impressed. I mean, this is just a, this is an incredible move. And again, it's not, it's not all Corey. It's America again, was a big part. Uh, Cam, you know, he contributed a little bit. Jack contributed a little bit. Um, but Corey did an incredible job. So I have to give him a pretty high rating here. Even if it doesn't necessarily mean he still is out of the firing line. He, he could be in danger. He could be. Um, but I think he improved his position um, and just an incredible week for him. Yeah, I fully agree. I also gave Corey a seven. Um, I actually originally had him at a six. I just adjusted to a seven uh, because I didn't realize I had him at a six before. I thought I had him lower. And he definitely deserves a bump up. This was an amazing week from Corey. I really think he showcased how good of a game player he is able to be. Um, what sucks is that there is a mother and a son in the house, and that's going to limit, I think, his ability. Um, but he did a marvelous job this week. Um, 
taking one of those building blocks away from Ceres, uh castle of a structure. Um, I love Corey. He's my favorite player in the house, and I really hope he goes super far in this game. I hope he wins the game, frankly. Um, seven for me uh, for Corey, and I am very excited about the outlook for him. Hopefully the wrong person doesn't win because if the wrong person wins, he might be going home, but um, th- that isn't too, too many people. Um, next up, we have Sari, the mother of the house, the 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 queen of the house. I made a comment a couple weeks ago. I was like, I'm going to give Sari a 10 every single week. And ever since then, Sari has not been a 10 out of 10 player at all. Um, in fact, I'd say she's been well below a 10 out of 10 player. Now, she's still played really great. I'm not saying she hasn't been good, but she has been... I think the last couple weeks for Sari have been way worse than the first, like, three. Um, she she has had... Take away even Izzy, like, even if Felicia left, I would still say the same thing. Um, it would obviously be better if Izzy was in the house than Felicia. Um, I gave Sari an eight. I still think it's a deserved high score. She's definitely still has the best odds of winning. I think she's still going to be able to pull it back in with a lot of people, especially, like, a Matt, maybe even a Mimi, someone like that. Um, and she's definitely the best player in the game, but she, uh, she lost a little bit this week in Izzy. That was a rough one. That was an undyingly loyal companion, uh, Miss Izzy Fields, uh, what she would have went, she would have done it. I mean, there was a point in time this week where Izzy was like, if I win Vito, I'm not taking myself out the block. And I was like, what? You're, you want Sari to be in the game that bad? You're going to leave over it? Um, so Sari's missed is, is pretty apparent. However, the game is getting a little sloppier. I think ultimately it's not about her. It's more so that Jared is so bad at the game. Up until this week, I kept on saying, I was like, no, Jared's a good thing in the game for Sari. Jared has now become a very bad thing in my eyes for Sari. And very bad might be an understatement. He is horrendously bad for her game. Um, I, I, I think she'd be in a much better spot if Jared was not in this game. Um, so Sari, I am giving an eight. Yeah. So I, I think with Sari, obviously losing Izzy, I mean, that has, I mean, that's a hit for sure. I have to, I have to take her down at least a little bit when you lose someone as important as Izzy, who frankly was willing to throw her game away for Sari. I mean, that, that's, that is what happened. Basically she was willing to do that. We're not going to rate Izzy. Do you think Izzy was a good game player? No. Yeah. I also don't. Okay. No, no. I don't think um, I'm happy we're on the same page about that. Yeah. Um, so Sari, obviously that it's it's essentially like Sari had a shield in Izzy because Izzy was the target ahead of her, and now Izzy's out, but she still does have another shield in front of her remaining, and that is Jared because Jared, as of I mean, as of you know, leading up to this vote. Jared's going to be the new house target, essentially. I mean, for for a lot of these people, certainly Corey and America want to target Jared. Um, Matt, Jag, they want to target Jared. Bowie, they all want to target Jared. All all of these people want to target Jared. Um, I don't don't know about Nicole necessarily, but all of these people, a lot of these other people have said they want to target Jared. So that is, you know, sort of a danger by to Suri. However... It, it's unclear on whether Sari would be the nomination next to Jared. Would she be the pawn? Would it be someone else? I don't know. But the thing is, I think that some of these people still feel good about Sari. Like, it's very much like, yes, J- Jared did this. It's This is Jared's fault, right? And it's the blame isn't really on Sari a ton. Like, I think 
they recognize, especially Corey in America, they recognize how powerful Suri is, but they don't necessarily think that she should be the target now. So it's it's interesting. I gave Suri a seven ultimately because I think that yes, her position the same rating as Corey. Yeah, same rating as Corey. Wow. Because I think that even though her position has definitely declined, she's capable of figuring it out. She's capable. But do you of think anyone would target Suri this coming week? Like, be like, I want Suri out specifically. Um. Well, again, it's going to be Jared, right? But here's the thing. What if Jared one wins the veto? Then what do they do? I think Suri is an option. It doesn't mean she would be. But then you can't the you can't give Corey and her the same rank because there are at Why? least a couple people that would be like Corey would go on the block. I think I think Suri is in a worse position than Corey right now. Interesting. I think okay. Suri's in a worse position than Corey because I mean this house just it flipped upside down. It, I mean it's completely upside down now. I think the thing is this is. If by me saying Corey's in a better position, this is because as of now, Jag is tight with him. Obviously, America's Bowie feels better about Corey than she does about Suri. Nicole, I think, feels better about Corey than she does about Suri. It could again, this could change. Matt, I think, maybe does, although that could change. So it's just like I think the Matt and the Nicole, those those two people. I think those two people are very much like they could go back to Suri or they could stay with Corey. They're very much sort of in the middle. Um, two people that are, I think, in very good positions, by the way. We'll talk about them. But I think that's interesting. Anyway, I, I think Corey's in a better position than Suri, but Suri is still capable of figuring things out. Um, and she's sort of safe for now, sort of. But again... You know, Jared's Jared's done a lot of bad for her. Um, so yeah, I, I gave her a seven. Um, I guess next up we have Felicia, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I can go first for this one. Yeah. So Felicia, I decided to give a five. I had a tough time rating Felicia because her position in the house has become much worse over this week. We've realized a lot of people don't really trust her like fully. Um, people that she was like really close with have kind of put her low on, lower on the totem pole a little bit. Um, I don't know if she has any great allies outside of Mimi, uh, at this point. Um, I, I don't think people are really fighting for her outside of Mimi. At the same time, somehow, I don't know who would target her this upcoming week. Would someone specifically target her? I don't think so. Oh, no. I, I think Felicia's safe for a while. Now, the, th- the, th- the other thing that I was going to say is she was left in the dark about this. B- pretty much. I mean, they they didn't even really tell. I mean, they did tell her, but like she doesn't even realize all of the things that have been happening for the past couple of days. So we don't know, like, is she going to still be loyal to Sari? Is she going to go with other side? Like, we have no idea. We have no idea. Yeah, Sari's position is very confusing right now. So I gave her a five. There's a more uh, modest rating for her. I, I don't really, I don't really know what to do with her, Trevor. Yeah, I gave her a four. I, I took her down. Um, I gave her five last week. Took her down to four. Um, I mean, she was in, she was in danger of going home and I, I just, I just said, obviously, I think she's going to stay longer, but I think her position in the game, it's kind of, it's really up in the air. I think previously she was in a a pretty good spot. Again, her position was already declining, but she was still in a decent spot where she was kind of in this majority. And now it's just like, kind of like the game's so open 
And it's like, where does Felicia really fit in? I mean, she's not with this Corey America, Matt Jag group. I guess maybe she could still be with Sari and them, but it's, it's just, there's more uncertainty there. So that's why I took her down ultimately. Interesting. Let's move on to Jag. Jag, who I know you think is terrible at the game. Well, yeah, I, I do think he's a pretty bad player, um, but I gave him a three this week. Um, I gave him a three because I think he finally started doing some some good work, and I think his position is better. Um, Jag has been one of the top targets, I think only really behind Cameron the past couple weeks. Um, and, you know, he's still not out of danger, but he's in a position now where he's kind of, they've kind of formed this thing with him, Matt, uh, Corey in America, and they seem like maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't get my hopes up. Jag might actually start trusting Corey in America. He might, he, he, he just might. And because there's been evidence to prove that he might, I brought him up a little bit. He's also a little bit safer, better position. Is he leaving was great for him. So it's a three. Interesting. I'm giving Jag a two. I don't think Jag has any ability to win this game. He did do some better stuff this week. I don't remember what I had at Jag before. Let me check. I had Jag way higher. I bumped him out a ton. I think that's all right. I'll keep him at my two. You you <laughs> you had him in a four and a half. I did. I, I gotta put four. you on blast. You had him in a. <laughs> you had him <laughs> higher in week four, and now you have him lower than me. I think I actually meant. I meant to. I didn't mean to put, give him a four and a half. Yeah. Like, wasn't it a three and a half? I meant to give him. I don't remember I don't exactly. Know. It's all good. Um, but yeah. So it's 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 gonna be a two for me. Um, I I. I don't think Jag's ability. He's got to do a lot for me to raise it. I think he he has to do. He did do some good work, but he's got to do a lot more. Next up, we have Jared. Here's the thing about Jared. This whole time, I've been giving him decently high ranks. I'm like, oh, he's close to Suri, and that still is a thing. He is still very close to Suri, but Jared is so terrible at Big Brother, and I would even go so far. Jared is just terrible at like friendships and relationships. I don't think he like like. I, so the reason I'm saying this is when you'll see, everyone will see this on the episode. This is not a spoiler because this happened before the eviction. I watched about 30 minutes of the the fight with him, Corey, Sari, Bowie, Matt, and Jag in that room, and he was so overpowering and overbearing. There's no way anyone in that room came out and felt better about Jared. And you've even hinted at like like you've said like no one feels that great about Jared. He's gonna get targeted. I gave Jared a two. I thought about giving him a one. But the reason I gave him a two is I do think there's a couple people he could beat in the end. His mom is still Suri Fields, um, but he is in just a god-awful Big Brother player. I mean, he's terrible at this game. Yeah, you know, there's a, there's a saying, right? Have you ever heard this saying, Brandon? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. I have heard that saying. I mean, Suri can try to make Jared into a good game player, but he just doesn't have it. This, this is not... Uh, there, there's no genetic thing here with uh, being good at strategic the genes games. did not get passed down. There, there's no genetic thing because Jared's terrible at this game. He's terrible. Um, Jared had one of the worst weeks of Big Brother that I can remember. This particular week, he was terrible. He was in a great position just a few weeks ago. A great, I mean, even last week he was in a pretty good position, right? So he was in such a good position, and he actively tanked it to a position where he is now the top target, I think, for a lot of these people. Corey, America, Matt, Jag, um, Bowie, Cam. Uh, Cam's HOH, but um, a lot of these people would target Jared. He's in a very bad spot. 
Um, he did not handle this week well. He threw out information he didn't need to. Um, he got an argument with Corey. He made himself look worse. He got caught lying multiple times. He lied. He made up a lie about Jag. This came up in the argument. He, and then he, well, I, I don't even, even know if you, you realize this, Brandon. He, so basically he, he talked to Matt about this, right? And there was the lie. And then when this came up, and they went the mad of like, oh, did did he tell you that? And Jerry was like, no, you misunder you misunderstood. You oh, misunderstood. Yeah, I, did. I did. I did see that. Um, yeah. Not not good. Not good. Um. So Jared's been caught in a lot of lies, and that's why I gave him a one. It's a one for Jared. He's terrible. He actively destroyed his own game this week. Uh. That's. I mean, that's a one rating. That's what. That's what it's there for. Um. So yeah, that, that's what I have to say about Jared. All right, let's move along here to Matt. Matt is in a interesting position, I think. He is dead in the center of this house at the point, at this point. Um, I have him at a five and a half, and that sounds kind of low, but that is my third highest score. And I think it is I think you'll have him also as your third highest score, um, behind Sari and Corey. Um, and I think that is reasonable. Um I I really like Matt and what he's doing. And I feel like he's going to make it really far. Um, it, it seems like he's on the right track to get there. If he's going to, if he trusts the right people and gets in with the right people and picks the right side, he's going to be going on for a while here. I think Matt has a real amount of win equity, like a, a real good amount. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I gave Matt a six and a half, and Matt's been a confusing player because I think over the past couple weeks, I'm like. Matt would do three things. I'm like, oh, wait, Matt's good this game. And then he would do three bad things. I'm like, oh, wait, Matt's actually not good this game. And I think the the biggest thing that I was really worried about Matt was him kind of being so loyal to Sri, willing to tell her everything. I was like, is he just going to be like another Izzy? Like, like what is going on here? But Matt finally started uh, playing the game, I think, in a, a, a real way. Um and he stopped taking information back to Sari. This whole, all these conversations around this vote flip happened. Matt didn't go back to Sari and tell her one time. In fact, I think he might have lied to her at one point, um, one of these past couple of days. That was really good to see. It's also really good to see that he's finally trying to develop a relationship with America, who he previously hated for absolutely no reason. Um, he's starting to develop this relationship. Uh, him and Corey have been tight. Um, and I, I just think he has a pretty good knowledge of the game. I, I do. I think he has good instincts. And I've been impressed by Matt. I, I also think that he's very safe. He's going to go far in this game. Um, and he's going to have a chance here. Uh, I really think he it. has a chance. He's going to have a chance. Which I'm really happy about. I really like Matt. Um, all right. Uh, Miko, Mimi, last up here. Um, she's also kind of in an interesting position. Uh, kind of similar to Matt. She's kind of in between uh, the two alliances a little bit. A little bit less in between than Matt. Uh, so I, I gave her a five. Again, a more modest rating, similar to Felicia's. I'm, I'm just... Her point in the house is kind of a weird one. I'm not really sure how to describe. Like, I don't think it's good or bad necessarily. Maybe you have a differing opinion. And I'm interested to hear what you have to say. But um, a five for me, for, for Mimi. So I, I gave Miko a six and a half, just like Matt. Um, for one, I think she played this week very well. Um, she was able to, again, she wasn't the main driver, but her, her number one ally in Felicia is still in the house. That's good. So 
that was able to happen. Not again, she wasn't the driver, but she was part of the plan here. She helped make it happen. Um, that was really good for her, right? Her number one ally stayed. She also just played it very well in her conversations with Corey, her conversations with Sari, um, not really giving away the information from Sari and kind of taking in the information. I think Mimi's a really good listener. She's very good at not saying anything that can be used against her. Now, my criticism has always been that she needs to be more active. She needs to be in more conversations um, so that she knows what's going on. She knows what moves to make. But I think um, when she has information, she usually knows what to do with it. So that's been really impressive. Mimi's very safe. No one's targeting her. No one is. Um, similar to Matt. So she's going to go very far. Um, and I think she'll also have a pretty good chance to win. So I've been uh, very impressed by Mimi this week. Um, and I hope it continues. I hope that uh, she continues to um, be on this track because I think she's doing a really good job. Yeah. Well, I think we'll wrap it up there for today, Trevor, um, and end and this podcast. Um, really great week of Big Brother. I'm really excited to see what happens next. Um, it'll be very, very entertaining. Um, but like I said, we'll wrap it up there for today. Um, get excited. We have another Small Baller podcast coming out this weekend. Um, it'll be another great one. I'll be back on the podcast. Very excited about that. Uh, go check out our website, thesmallballers.com. Also, link it in the description is our rankings, draft, the stats on the season. Everything you need to see will be linked in that description uh, for Big Brother 25. Subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star review. But with that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.